Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey folks, it's Larry. I'm the Watcher from another universe. We've talked. Uh, this is supposed to be the point at the beginning of this year episode where I tell you about time and space and reality and the multiverse. And you know, I just I'm not going to do it that time because frankly, I've just been a little distracted lately. Uh, I just learned that I have this growth in the heel of my foot, which uh, may or may not be just a splinter. But, you know, it's, 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 it's not something I like to take for granted. It's not something I just like to assume. So I'm sparing no expense, and I'm seeing the top experts. I mean, my wife tells me it's a splinter. She looks at it, and she says, you know, you were standing out there on the porch last night, and the porch has been needing a good sanding for 12 years now. I've been, she, you know, she says, I've been getting on to you about sanding that porch, and you ain't done it. You stand out there with your bare feet last night, and now you got something in your heel, and it's a splinter. I can see it from here. I got the magnifying glass, she, she tells me. She says, I got the magnifying glass out, and I look at it. It is a shard of wood that is in your heel. But, again, I don't like to take chances, and so I got a, I got a doctor's appointment set up and just wanted to make sure because, you know, I'm living my life as a watcher and seeing how things can change at the, the, the flip of a dime or, or however that expression is, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I, again, I'm, I've been kind of distracted because of this, this foreign object that is growing in my foot, which might be a splinter, could be a tree. I could have, I could be infected by the Groot virus for all I know, and I don't want a Groot growing out the bottom of my foot. That would be, that'd be kind of scary, don't you think? Would, would, wouldn't that scare you to have a living plant being just start growing from the underside of your foot? Just in case, though, I've been I've been favoring the other foot. I try not to put any weight down on that heel, just in case it's some kind of sent you know sentient being living in the heel of my foot. So uh, anyway, that's I don't I'm I'm not sure why I'm taking up your time talking about it. Uh, you know, reality, time, space, all that good stuff. I guess I guess I just want you to 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 join me in pondering the question: What if this is an actual you know? plant creature growing in my foot what if i suppose some kind of herbicide might be might be something to look into 
I think. Huh, do you think maybe we should look into some herbicide? All right, I guess not. Anyway... Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host. My name is Steven. And uh, <laughs> I have nothing nothing, uh, nothing written down. Just was just opening this episode from the top of my head. And sometimes, you know, that produces just genius, genius audio podcasting that only a handful of people ever listen to. And, and uh, you know, that's... I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, folks. I guess I'm here just to let you know that this is the last of the three What If episodes. Harold has joined me once again. Not not here. This is an intro. We'll we'll play the Harold stuff in a second. But we're going to talk about episodes seven, eight, and nine, what we thought about those three episodes, how they stacked up among the other uh the the other what six that came before it. And uh all kinds of other stuff. You know us. We get together. We just start talking about all kinds of other stuff. And uh, before we get into it, though, I just wanted to let you know that I've started a, a new podcast. I'm testing an idea out in which I talk about all the shows that I watch on on the various streaming channels that I subscribe to. It's called The Streaming Fool. You can find it at thestreamingfool.com. The first episode is up. You can get it wherever you get podcasts. You can also listen to it over on YouTube. And I, you know what? I was going to put the trailer right in here for you guys, but instead, if you want to, if you want to hear the trailer, if you want to hear anything else about, you know, what this show might be about, see if it's something that's up your alley, just hang out. Very end of this episode, I'll put the trailer in right at the very end. So if you don't want to hear it, you ain't got to hear it. You don't have to stick around to the end. But if you want to hear it, you can stick around to the end. If you don't want to stick around to the end, but you want to hear it right now, just go over to thestreamingfool.com. It's over there as well. All right, here we go. Episode, this one is now commencing. Fire all rockets and stuff. Anyway, here you go. All right, so we are here to talk about episode seven eight and nine of what if joined once again by harold c jennett the third much applause when i announced to my patrons on one of my episodes of my other podcast that because last week i was going to do this episode by myself and i had announced to my patrons you know this is what's coming up on just another fanboy and and we couldn't get harold uh to to come online and and schedule the podcast because he got busy and at least one person said they were disappointed that there was going to be no Harold on that episode. But still, I persevered and I said, eh, to heck with him. And I sat down and I, I, I literally started the episode. I got about four minutes into it and I was like, this sucks. This sounds like crap. I can just tell. So I stopped and I talked about Deadwood instead. And I thought, I'll just see if Harold can, can uh, if we got some time this, this weekend, which is the weekend we're talking about now. And, and here we are. We are here. So... What did you think about these last three episodes? Oh, I, in relation were, to the rest of the series. Okay, if we're talking about like an average, if you took all three scores and averaged them out, then the, this is my this is the best three together. Agreed. But that's averaged because of the last two. Yes, uh, I hate the Thor episode. <laughs> the Thor. Let's talk about that one because I thought it had its moments. All right, so episode number seven, 
which landed on September 22nd. It's entitled, What If Thor Were an Only Child? After feeding the... Feeding. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're at. After defeating the Frost Giants, Odin discovers the abandoned infant Loki and returns him to Laufey. Centuries later, Odin's only son, Thor, has become a boisterous, party-loving prince. While Odin sleeps and Frigga is away, Thor travels to Earth to, to host a large party with aliens from across the universe. His arrival attracts the attention of Jane Foster and Darcy Lewis, who join the party. As Thor and Foster grew close, acting S.H.I.E.L.D. director Maria Hill summons Carol Danvers to end the destruction caused by Thor's antics. Danvers is unable to defeat Thor without exerting her full power, so Lewis and Hill suggest she take the fight to a less populated area, while Foster contacts Frigga with Heimdall's help. Hill readies a nuclear strike as Danvers and Thor begin to battle again, but Frigga contacts them and says she is coming. Thor and the partygoers clean up the mess before she arrives. Later, Thor asks Foster out on a date, but is interrupted by an army of drones led by Ultron, who is in Vision's body and possesses all six Infinity Stones. Uh, that's the wiki you're reading, right? Yeah. Okay, good. That's not like that's not like the, the blurb on Disney+. Right. Plus. <laughs> that yeah. would really be bad. Here, we're just going to tell you everything about the episode, so you have to watch oh, it. Oh, this gave everything away. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this was... This would have been the... Uh, I almost looked at this as the Looney Tunes version of yeah. the episodes. There were moments in the episode where uh, Carol Danvers is beating on Thor and you just get these close ups of his face. And every time she hits him and he goes, oh, and oh, and yeah, his that face was stretches out. That was kind of irritating me because I didn't think it was very funny, but <laughs> that's just me. I. I, st- I thought the episode was very funny, but that was just it would, that I just thought for some reason it was a little annoying. But that's just a very nitpicky. That's a Harold being irritated by silly things thing. Yeah, it had Howard the Duck in it. It did, and he married Darcy. He he did. That was that was great. I I kept um. It's funny because I kept I kept like stopping trying to I, I well I at first I was like thinking okay if Loki's not around I tried to go through the whole timeline of the Marvel. MCU, like what would happen without Loki? I'm like, well, first this wouldn't be effective. That, but I had to stop because I wasn't. I wanted to pay attention to the episode. But like, I, I've been trying to like figure out like why does this make? Well, it's making it Thor like the way he is because he never had to like go to Earth and step up. And because didn't Loki talk him into doing the thing that got him cast to Earth in the first place? Yep. To like learn his lesson. Okay, so that's how that that that's what I was trying to figure out. Is like, well, how did this yeah. make it different that he's a party guy now? Yeah, it's that. And I, I also chalked it up to, because I mean, Thor was, was on the border at the beginning of the Thor movie. He was yeah. slightly like that. He was very much, he was almost there. He was, he was oh, yeah. away from becoming party Thor, yeah. but they, they talked in the, in the episode as if growing up without Loki is what turned him into this because Loki kept yeah. his life interesting. And I guess, I guess I can kind of see that like maybe without Loki, he just grew really bored growing up and uh, partying was the only thing that that excited him at that point. But um, yeah, yeah, um. I enjoyed um, I enjoyed Darcy in this episode. I really enjoyed that scene where Darcy is talking to Captain Marvel and Darcy's just firing questions at her. She wants to go to work for her. Do you, do you, you know, do you need an intern? I could be a cat wrangler and blah, blah, blah. And finally, Carol's like, 
Darcy, you're at an eight right now, and I really need you down here at a four. <laughs> that was pretty I, I funny. I feel like um, I feel like Darcy was not utilized very well in the second Thor movie. Like, I feel like whoever Correct. directed and wrote it didn't know what was funny about her, but tried to make her funny anyway. Yeah. Uh, and and I feel like this episode was back to the old Darcy again. Yeah. She's really good in WandaVision. Yeah. 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 If you know how to use her. If yep. you, yeah. I, I, yeah. If if the only if you're only tr- using her to tell jokes, you know, that is one of the things that's great about her. But that's not all she does. Yeah. You know, and if, if that's all you're using her for, you better make dang sure the jokes are good. You know, even. Yeah, exactly. Because like even with the jokes, like some people, they like the same way Captain Marvel said, you're at an eight. Like they constantly have her like full speed making like the obnoxious, like not obnoxious, but they have her at this level where with the first movie, like there's parts where she's a normal person once in a while yeah. too. Like there's levels of it and they just like make her funny all the time. Every line's gotta be the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. Like Darcy just has to be on all the time. Yeah. And that's not the case. But, so what were some of your favorite moments? Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember. It, it took me a while to realize this was a comedy episode, like straight up. Like after all, I'm like, Oh, okay. This is not meant to be serious at all. Cause at first I'm like, why are there aliens? Why, there's a party, but, um, what did I, I just, I liked it when he wanted everyone to like clean up because his mom's coming. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. I just like, I like the party scenes. I just liked how Thor acted like he's basically a frat boy. Yeah. They um, even I refer to him. Talk. I think Carol Danvers refers to him as like a mega frat boy or something at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually liked, um, I like Captain Marvel in it. I wasn't a huge fan of the Captain Marvel movie, but for some reason I, I liked her. I liked her in this. Uh, Gosh, I feel like maybe I should have watched it a second time to remember all the stuff. <laughs> all right, let me well let me throw some some fun some of my fun moments at you. Yeah, that'll get, that usually gets me started. I enjoyed um, when they're when they're all partying there in France, and we see that the Grandmaster is basically DJing yeah. the the party, and then suddenly the music stops, and the Grandmaster just like release the foam, and then all the foam drops on everybody. And the Grandmaster was really funny in this. There's a moment when. He's he, you know, he he uh, Thor stops the party, says his mother's on the way and the grandmaster and the woman with him. I never remember her name comes rolling by on those little scooters. And he's like, we're out of here, but we're taking the scoot scoots with us. <laughs> they they teleport up into the ship. Uh, but one of my favorite parts is when Frigga finally makes it to Earth and Thor standing there in front of a chalkboard and everybody's sitting cross legged in front yeah. of him. And they're all having lessons. And that just cracked me up. Heim or a uh, freaking Volstag is sitting there cross-legged with a little book open. And he's like, like everybody say hi to my mom. Just as guardians. Yeah. <laughs> that was good stuff. I like uh, Loki. Like he was with the scroll saying, now do me. Now do this. Yeah. Now do- <laughs> <laughs> you guys really get me. <laughs> I liked Loki yeah. and his ice brothers, his ice bros. They were funny. Um, and I also rather enjoyed when, for example, uh, I don't know why I like this so much, but when Captain Marvel punches Thor, they're in Paris. He punches her and he flies into the air and we are up there with him and we can see the landmass below him. Yeah, that was and funny. you can see the words Paris. And then oh, yeah, he, yeah, 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 he flies yeah. across the channel and you see United Kingdom and he lands there. I just for some reason, that's the moment where I said, oh, this is kind of like a Looney Tunes episode. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, this isn't this isn't supposed to be serious at all. Yeah. So this is great. That's where and I, I did. Stations. I did like Captain Marvel in this. I I like the Captain Marvel movie, but I think the way she's been used since showing when her her 
the the end part of Endgame when she shows up at the big battle and her in this episode and uh, she shows up in the in the eighth episode. I really like how they've utilized her sense. She's like just this freaking powerhouse, man. She just shows up and just kicks all kinds of butt. And at first you're watching this one and you're thinking, well, she's kind of on par with Thor. You know, he's not taking her out. She's not taking him out. They're just both holding their own. But she mentions that she's not really letting loose at this point, because if she did, it would, you know, it would destroy all kinds of stuff around them. And I like, I like her as this just, you know, she's like the, as far as power levels, she's like the Superman of the MCU. She's just hugely powerful. Yeah. I dig that for some reason. Um, anything else we want to say about this one? Um, I was so confused when Ultron showed up and, um, I forgot that I told my son, he can go ahead and watch him ahead of time. And so I was like, Hey, do you want to watch the last three? What ifs? He's like, dad, you told me I could watch them already. He's like, but I really want to see your reaction to these. Um, cause he really liked them and he wanted to see if I did. Yeah. But, um, at the end when Ultron happened, he's like, just wait, just wait. I'm like, okay. Yep. Okay. Cause I thought it was just some random thing that they were throwing in at the end. Right. Um, but it was not a random thing at all. Right. Cause they've been doing that in some of those episodes. Like when freaking uh, Thanos showed up at the end of, uh, the T'Challa star Lord episode and stuff like that, you oh, know, it's like, okay, well, that. That's kind of a weird ending. And I didn't, honestly, I didn't know if that was, it's like, is that, it's, is that Ultron or is it Vision? It looks like the Vision, but it looks like Ultron. What the frick's going on? So, yeah. It was very cool. I really liked that design too. Let's talk about that one. Episode number eight, September 29th is when it landed. It's what if Ultron won. Ultron having taken the Mind Stone and Vision's vibranium body has defeated the Avengers and launched a global nuclear holocaust, killing most of humanity. When Thanos appears on Earth to complete the Infinity Gauntlet, Ultron bisects him and takes the rest of the Infinity Stones. Using them... What? That was so good. That was a great moment. (laughs) We'll get to it. Less than a minute. We'll get to it. Uh, He bisects him and takes the rest of the Infinity Stones, using them to create a massive drone army which he wipes out with which he wipes out almost all life in his universe. Ultron then hears the watcher discovering the existence of the multiverse and attacks the watcher in his multiversal observatory. Meanwhile, Clint Barton and Natasha Romanoff survive Ultron's attacks and finds a copy of Arnim Zola's mind in Siberia. They upload Zola into a drone body to try to destroy Ultron's hive mind, but it fails because Ultron has left their universe. Barton sacrifices himself to allow Romanoff and Zola to escape from other drones. Ultron battles the Watcher across different universes and defeats him. The Watcher flees to strange... The Watcher flees... Oh, good God almighty. The Watcher flees to strange Supreme's collapsed universe to ask him for help while Ultron plans to conquer the multiverse. Thoughts? All right, all right. Um, this, this, oh, it was so good. It was so good. Um, number one, just, just the. Uh, I mean, I wasn't. I don't think I knew that he was going to start collecting everybody yet. But the moment, oh gosh, I want to go in order. Um, okay, so like when Thanos shows up and he just splits him in half was amazing. Like I know there's probably like a thousand <laughs> fan people like, that couldn't happen. That's not real. I don't care. It was just. I completely bought it. Just, <laughs> I completely bought it. I mean, the fact of the matter is, Thanos even says in Infinity War when uh, 
Thor, you know, chops him in the chest with his with his axe, he says you should have gone for the head. Yeah. Because even though he has five of the six infinity stones, is it five? I don't know. Anyway, he's got them all but one. They can only work as fast as he can think. Yeah. And Ultron just freaking splits them in half before Thanos can even think. I mean, he steps out of that thing and he's like, what's up? I'm Thanos. Whoop. Done. He's dead. <laughs> <Cut in half. laughs> he just, it's, there's no way he could have, he could have stopped that from happening unless he came out expecting a fight. And he didn't because he's freaking Thanos. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, I, um, did you notice? Okay. So when Clinton sacrifices himself, did you notice the way that he fell down into like all the bots and she's reaching for him? I didn't compare it shot for shot, but I feel like that's right out of what they did in, um, in Endgame, but in reverse. Yeah. The way that she like fell. So I thought that was a nice touch. Um, I just, so when, when the first time he notices the watcher, I think I guessed that was going to happen because, like, you see Watcher in the background. I'm like, wait a minute, is he going to see him? And I feel like I got the same kind of like shivers as I got um, in the Justice League movie the first time, like when Flash was running around Superman. But the, when Superman, they brought Superman back to life, and Superman starts. Sorry, spoilers. They brought him back to life, and he, he starts fighting them, and Flash is like running around him, and Superman actually can keep up, and he, and he yeah. saw him looking at him. I feel that like that's so cool. kind of the same feeling I got. He just kind of looks over. He's like. <sighs> And then Watcher put that armor on and started fighting him. Mm. And I was just... Oh, man, the Watcher kicks butt. He headbutted him at one point. It was so good. Use that massive baby head. And all Bam, that headbutted him. Yeah, yeah, he did. That was great. And um, yeah, and then, and then when he went to, to the, the dark Doctor Strange, I'm like, oh, this is, oh, this is what they're doing. And I got, I got really excited. I got super excited. I mean, this episode was great. It had some great moments to it. I did enjoy it much more than episode seven, but it really is kind of a setup episode for episode nine. Yeah. It, it, but it, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed, um, the Natasha. I liked Clint up on the roof at the very beginning and he's shooting down all of the, the freaking drones. And then he apparently has Harry Potter's, uh, cloak of invisibility at one point because he, he just wraps it around him and disappears and he had a robot arm and, Trying to remember and, what that uh, was. Hmm? I just I'm just trying to remember what that. I feel like that was from one of the movies, but anyway. What the the cloak of invisibility? Uh, or the robot arm? The, yeah, I don't the, remember. I don't. But anyway. Clint, I thought uh, Clint was really cool in this. Um, and then of course, uh, it's always amazing how they can just drive motorcycles on anything. Yeah. In these yeah. in these animated shows, just up walls and and, and across yeah. beams and stuff. And he was mowing down a lot of. There was a point where I'm like, "There's like 50 Ultrons, literally a foot behind you. I don't think you're going to be able to shoot arrows fast enough. I don't care who you are." But I caught <laughs> myself. I'm like, "No, I'm not going to start being like this." Well, when he when he first let loose that first volley of arrows, it's like eight of them in a row, and he does it so fast. I'm I for a moment there, I was like, "Wait a minute, is this Clint or is this Quicksilver?" I don't because that was really fast. Yeah. But that was, it was cool. Clint. Yeah, it was Love cool. Itself. I really, I liked it. Um, yeah, but ultimately it was setting up uh, episode nine, um, which we'll get to in a moment. But anything oh, else you want to say about this one? I punched him and they changed multi, they changed oh, um, realities. That was cool. And then uh, did, did, did Carol, did Ms. Mar- did, did Captain Marvel fight him in that episode? Yeah, when he Actually, first too. gets all the Infinity Stones and he realizes there are other planets in the universe and you see him destroying you know, Asgard and Ego, and then he goes to Xandar, and that's when she comes to try to stop him. 
And there's, a, I think it's this one when he's fighting uh, the Watcher, and there's a moment where Ultron is so huge, he's like biting the planet almost. Yeah, yep, yep. And I'm like, that is a that's a Galactus moment. I feel like they put that in there to get us used to what Galactus might look like. So they, when they finally introduce Galactus to the MCU. He's not going to be some giant space smoke monster like they did in the second Fantastic Four movie. They want us to know this. This is what it'll look like, folks. Yeah. Giant man in space swallowing a planet. And I, I'm looking forward to that. All right. You want to talk about number nine? Yes. yes. OK. No, episode remember. number nine. What if the Watcher broke his oath? This is from October 6th. The Watcher recruits Strange Supreme, Captain Carter, Star-Lord T'Challa, Party Thor, Black Panther Killmonger, and a Gamora variant who killed Thanos from their respective universes to battle Ultron. Ultron confronts them in a universe lacking in a universe lacking intelligent life where T'Challa steals the Soul Stone. Strange teleports a zombie horde, including Wanda Maximoff, who Ultron overpowers. He, uh, I read that wrong. Strange teleports in a zombie horde, including Wanda Maximoff, who Ultron Overpowers. The team goes to Ultron's home universe, meeting Natasha Romanoff. Ultron follows, restarting the battle where Gamora's Infinity Crusher device fails to destroy the Infinity Stones as they are from a different universe. Carter helps Romanoff shoot Ultron with an arrow containing Arnim Zola's mind. Zola wipes Ultron's mind and takes over Ultron's body. Killmonger steals the Infinity Stones for himself, but Zola fights him over them. Strange and the Watcher seal Killmonger and Zola in a pocket dimension, which Strange agrees to watch over. The Watcher returns Strange, Carter, T'Challa, Gamora, and Thor to their respective universes. Romanoff refuses to return to hers, so the Watcher brings her to the one to one in which the Avengers candidates were assassinated, where she helps defeat Loki. In a mid-credit scene, Carter is in her her universe's Romanoff discovers the Hydra Stomper armor with someone inside and this one if i i believe was like 45 minutes long or something yeah so this was uh can you agree the best one of all of them yeah yeah oh when he starts choosing them and oh what did that remind me of it was just it was just really cool i like the name what was it guardians of the multiverse guardian i just want that to be an episode uh, like a show now yeah um i think thor was perfect because you needed your funny guy yeah. And that was perfect. Um, I love the level of power Dr. Strange had uh, oh. when he multiplied his hammers. Oh, that I, was so cool. I, I cheered so many times. And then, like, he just dumped all the zombies on him. I'm like, oh, that's where the zombies come from. And then Wanda showed up. And oh, what else? Just when he was collecting them all. And, and Killmonger showed up. I'm like, this isn't going to. this. I, I, it totally made sense when he was a scumbag yeah. at the end. Like, this yeah. will not end well. Yep. That was great. Oh, and I don't want to forget stuff. Oh, just those fights. Um, oh, and they're just going back and forth. Oh, when they were trying to get that one gem and it kept slipping and they kept going. Yep. Oh, you like all you saw was the gems, pers- you know, just the gem in the yes. screen and everybody. Yeah, that was really cool. That was very it was kind of reminiscent of the beginning of the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie where you're just watching little baby Groot dancing and everybody's fighting in the yes. background and stuff. That was that was a lot of fun. Doctor Strange was just straight up awesome in this episode. I have never been a big fan of Doctor Strange in the comic yep. books. He's never really done anything for me in the comic yeah, books. I'm, I'm not a big fan of 
magical users that seem to not have any rule there. I've just never, never got into him too much, but in the, he was really awesome in infinity war when he was fighting Thanos. And he was really awesome in this. I agree with you, the fricking hammers multiplying all those hammers and then making a ball out of them uh, around Ultron was awesome. And when he opened that portal and all those zombies poured out of it on top of them, that was freaking sweet. That was, uh, that's what I liked about him in this. It's like sometimes he was taking the fight to Ultron, but other times he was just enhancing the other heroes. Yeah. You know, he put those spells on the heroes to protect them, but then he would do stuff like, uh, Peggy, uh, jumped at Ultron and he added a bit of mojo to her shield. So when she hit him, it, it really hurt and then stuff like that. He just, he, for me, he kind of made this episode for me. Yeah. Doctor Strange did. He was really awesome. And I think for me, not being a big fan of Doctor Strange, I think that's why I liked him so much because it was such a surprising, uh, bit of joy. Yeah. Oh, and then when Black Widow and Peggy both had a shield and they just kept hitting him back and forth. That was, see, uh, as you were, as you were talking about that episode, I found a site that was talking about like, like eight different, like Easter eggs from the last episode. And I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. I forgot about that. But yeah, the shield, just when she got that, sh- that shield, I think that was from, um, yep. What's the, what, Crimson Crimson uh, Red Guardian's name. Yeah. Alexa, that was yeah, his. Red Guardian. And then they were in the warehouse. He's like, you ever seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? And that's funny. Cause I was just thinking of that scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> I'm getting behind. I liked I liked T'Challa, Star Lord. Like he was like the level headed guy, but it kind of like added a little bit of humor and kept everyone kind of grounded. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going back and forth now. And then the last episode where the Watcher wanted him to open that box so badly, and he wanted so badly to like interfere, but he just wouldn't when they're in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, sorry. Just, just that um, one right there. Just yeah, that one. On, that one. Just do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that. Oh gosh, what else? Yeah, I liked how they enhanced him with with that armor. I see your yeah. boy behind you. Huh? There's a boy oh, behind you. Oh yeah, yeah, he's playing Smite. He's playing video games from within the house. Yes, Harrison, what did you think of the What If episodes? The, the last three, they were very good. Okay, you wait. <laughs> they in. were very good. I'm a teenager. They were very good. <laughs> I really enjoyed the choosing as well, but my favorite one was Thor. Because he couldn't get Thor to stop fighting long enough for him to hear that he's been chosen. <laughs> and so then he just picks him up and Thor just is screaming. Yes. <laughs> it was so good. I forgot about that. <laughs> Thor was really good. I, you know, it's kind of weird that a character like Thor seems for me anyways, not for everybody, but for me, he seems to work best when he is kind of funny. Yeah. I don't like it when he's super serious and throwing out the Asgardianisms. Yeah, I don't know. I I always I kind of have found him boring in the comics unless it, it someone really someone has to write him really well. But yeah, yeah I, th- I think he works better as humor. Personally, that's just me. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. The zombies showed up and they used the gear thing on him. It didn't work because it's the wrong. Oh, another funny Thor moment when they're on that planet where there's no intelligent life and they're fighting Ultron and they get the stone and. uh one of them basically tells, says, you know, watcher so he can open up that portal and they all jump through and Thor's the last one to jump through and he jumps backwards into it like he's jumping <laughs> out of a plane and he goes, yeah. woohoo, as he's jumped through. Yeah. That just totally fit his character. Just the way he did that just cracked me up. I don't think anything annoyed me in that episode. It was just so, it was so good. I love that Lance that Ultron carried with them and he had that, um, 
What was this? What was the cape? Did he just make that, or was that Doctor Strange's? He just made the cape. Okay. Yeah, he he made the cape with his armor. He was very much like a freaking knight of medieval time with that cape and armor and helmet and lance and everything. I want action figures of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, they. Oh, come on. They'll put them out. You know they will. Yeah. You know they will. And I liked it when Star Lord's like, like, come on, cousin. You know, not. You know, you shouldn't be doing this. And what did he do? Did he save? Um. Did, did he go back and help Chris Pratt at one point? Not Chris Pratt, but like the original Star Lord. Yeah. I know he went back. Yeah, that's how it. That's yeah, that's how it ends with. Well, that's when he's uh, when he's collecting everybody. He's there. Oh, he was fight. saving. He go yeah to save Chris the the Peter Quill. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I liked how Peggy got to got to get Steve back the same way that um I feel like it was similar to how like Bucky yep. uh, was being kept. Yeah, yeah, because she doesn't have a Bucky, so Steve would be her Bucky. Yeah, what was the yeah. Avengers team that that was that, that ended up happening? The the world where Natasha came back. Like I really like that too. That's, she got to that's from the second. Is it the second episode where Ant Man kills a bunch of the Avengers? I think it was the third. Yeah, it was the third. Yeah. I just I'm trying then, to remember. I know Captain America and Captain Marvel were two of the people that were the the new version of the Avengers. But I remember there are other people in that like quick scene where they brought her back and now I want to like find it on YouTube or something. Yeah. Now, now that you mentioned, it, I am a bit confused about that. Cause I thought Thor was there and he was one of them, but he didn't, that did he killed. What, did he? he was, cause there was a coffin with that, that hammer, on yeah, with the hammer on it. I mean, cause that's why Loki came to the, to, to earth was to avenge the death of Thor. How did he kill him? How did he kill him? That's weird. I can't, well, well, you'll have to figure that out. I'll look it up while you keep talking. I but um, the uh, the Gamora character, I don't know if you remember the first episode we did when we talked about episodes one, two, and three. I had mentioned that there were supposed to be 10 episodes oh. in this season, and they could only do nine of them. Well, apparently her story was supposed to be one of those 10 episodes. Okay. And that's so why I'm like, I don't remember this one. Yeah, that's why she just kind of came out of the blue. I don't know what her story was supposed to be. Apparently, she's the one that killed Thanos in that universe and uh tony survived which is weird because he's died in everyone so far but that one looked interesting hopefully they'll revisit that maybe in season two yeah oh oh um when thor went to get his hammer um um he got shot with an arrow when he went to get his hammer at the base when he would beat up all the shield guards and he wanted to get his hammer back and he was about to uh, lift it and hawkeye had his arrow on that's him. right because he didn't have his powers at that point and that's why loki came okay. to attack earth in the first that's place because right. his brother died but I swear I saw him when she when he uh, drops her off at the at the helicarrier. I know that we see Captain America, unless that was and a Nick Jane Fury, Foster. of course. But I feel like we saw Thor. But maybe I just maybe I'm just remembering. I just watched it today. Just watched it, you know, hour ago. But I'm just remembering incorrectly. My memory is faulty because I'm an old man. Now I I need I need to know who was in that group. I'll do it later. Because this is not exactly riveting podcasting for to listen to me look on the internet. Well, it's not like I can't cut oh, that here it is. cut that part out. Yeah, it's a magic like, oh, of editing. It's not live. Turn down the sound. Okay, there she is. Just uh, oh, they're not really showing the. T- okay, I don't. They, they start this too late. I wanted to see the team, but they're not showing the team. I'm gonna go anyway. But I feel like I'm sure that after we get done talking, I'm gonna remember all the favorite scenes I really liked. Yeah, that's usually how it works. Yes. You've got I, I'm I'm now super curious about that scene as well. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna go to Disney Plus and pull that episode up real oh, quick. Oh, that's a better idea. Then you can just literally watch it. All right, let's see. Marvel. 
Well, there's Cap and there's Captain Marvel. Yeah, they just show. I I think they just show Captain Marvel and Cap. Oh, okay. And some Asgardians fighting. Maybe you just saw a random Asgardian that looked like Thor. Maybe. Dang it! Come on now. Oh, okay. So luckily, I didn't completely finish the episode, so it opened up right. No, it's just here. showing the 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 Carter thing. Dun, 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 I was just dun, afraid that. I feel like with, with TV shows that don't the episodes slowly aren't get worse and worse. I was afraid that these episodes were going to just be worse than the last one. So I'm glad that they right. got so much better. Yeah, yeah. They guess they don't. So Thor, cool. So yeah, that's that. That would be the the Earth and the Earth that yep. uh, Ant Man killed all them peeps among among which was Black Widow. Yes. Speaking of which, uh, let's just kind of uh, turn turn a corner here real quick. We can get back to what if, but have you watched Black Widow yet? Yeah, oh, I saw. Yeah, I saw it a while ago. Oh, did you see it when it was we thirty bucks? No, the drive-in. Oh, that's cool. For uh, I think eight bucks, seven dollars each or something, and you don't have to nice. worry about people talking. Yeah, it's not bad. Unless you like they're it? really talking loud. It was pretty good. I, I liked it. it. I I think. Um, Gosh, what was it? I didn't. I, I think towards the end of it, it just started getting. There were times where they tried to be a little bit too funny. When I was like, you know, you don't. I think they were trying to be too funny too often. Like I liked the humor, but I think there's some times I'm like, you could just do this without cracking a joke. Like they'd have like a nice serious moment, and then kind of ruin it with a bad joke. Yeah, that's that. It's like, uh, I mean, Iron Man being the first Marvel movie and it having funny moments kind of set the precedent, I guess. But I think Thor. Uh, Ragnarok really kind of changed things, and and uh, um, I think it that almost seems to be the goal now. It's like let's got to get in some funny moments when we can because that's what people expect out of us now. But the thing is, people like um, I can never pronounce his name right. The guy that uh, directed Ragnarok, um, Taika Watiti. Yeah, the thing about him though is he's very good at balancing. He can still do serious, really good serious moments, and he le- he lets them settle. And he lets them sink in for a while. He doesn't just suddenly then go at the end. Yeah. Like he doesn't feel like he's got to throw a joke in at the end. He does good moments and he's so good at that balancing act. But then other people don't know how to do it. They think they do. Yeah. And they just keep like throwing joke on top of jokes. Like there's a nice balance and like rhythm to this. And maybe you yeah. shouldn't be making movies. Go back to do commercials or maybe like music videos. Although I shouldn't, I think that the, didn't the guys that directed um, the last two Avengers movies do music videos or something. Uh, I, I don't know. know. I know that they worked with uh, Dan Harmon on Community. I think they directed a number of Community episodes. Oh, okay. It's funny where like some of these amazing directors come from out of nowhere. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, no, I get what you're saying. It's kind of like when they, you know, it's it's. I there's nothing wrong with uh, ending a serious scene with a joke if the joke is is funny and works. But a lot of times it's like you got this very serious scene. Maybe t- t- woman or man telling each other that they love each other and the cameras are pulling in and it's very serious. And then suddenly one of them farts, you know, it's like, that's stupid. That's not funny. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I get that. But you know, and I, one of the, I think uh, when I watched black widow, I went into it um, knowing that there were, there was a lot of hate directed toward that movie. Not like a bunch of hate, but it's like, I, the one thing I heard the two, the two things I heard about that movie was it was a Winter Soldier ripoff, which whatever. I mean, I guess if you want, I could see comparisons of Taskmaster, Taskmaster yeah. to Winter Soldier. But yeah, as far but I, as the movie, 
Well, as far as the movie being a ripoff of the Winter Soldier movie, I mean, other than the fact that it was dealing with uh, covert government agencies and whatnot, it's like, that's really all you got. And guess what? They do that in a bunch of movies. Yeah. But the other complaint I heard a lot was how the way Taskmaster was handled. And I get that complaint, but I also feel like knowing Marvel the way I do, this was just Taskmaster's introduction to this universe. We're going to see Task. We're going to see a lot more Taskmaster, I bet. Yeah. So this is more their origin story. Yeah. I, I, I wish they'd come up with a more clever way to to beat Taskmaster in that movie, though, just because it's hard to it, they showed how hard early in that movie it was to to outfight her. Um, but then at the end, it just seemed like they didn't really give a good reason why suddenly Black Widow was good enough to beat her. And I feel like I don't know. I just feel like they could have come up with some way that they could have like, I don't know, maybe blinded her or something. But it just didn't seem like they, yeah, they took no. this really in, like imposing villain. And now suddenly they just fight really hard and they beat her. So that, yeah. and that's me being picky again. But that's, you know, they did that in the that. comic books too. It's yeah, like Taskmaster goes up against Captain America for the first time. And he's like, what the heck? He can fight just like me and he's hard to beat. But then Cap ends up beating him anyway. So yeah, that's true. Oh, you're boring me. Ah. We tend to forgive that stuff a lot more though when it's in comic book form. Yeah, it's true. That is a very good point. It's funny that oh, way because. We will forgive stuff like that when it's in comic book form. We'll forgive the fact that Black Widow can drive a motorcycle uh, into a building using walls that have uh, just conveniently fall- fallen over in certain places. Yep. We can forgive that in, a, in, a, in an animated thing. But if they had done that in one of the live action movies, we'd be like, no. What are they no. doing? It's like, I, I, I'll, I'll buy the guy with the hammer coming from another planet in space, but... Yes. Her driving up a of a up a wall like that. No. <laughs> exactly. That's not that would never happen. That's a good point. So all in all, what if one through nine? Uh, good series. Yes. I feel like there's only like two bad I didn't want to say bad. I just feel like the ones I didn't like, they just weren't yeah. great. But like right. yeah. It was it was I think my least favorite was the first one comes to mind is, is Taskmaster. Or not Taskmaster, um Killmonger. Killmonger the Killmonger yeah. one. I just didn't care for that one. I just didn't think the idea was interesting enough. Yeah. That one, I, I would probably g- agree with you. For me, it was more, they tried to fit too much mm-hmm. in that one episode. They just, they, they, they were too ambitious with that episode. They tried too much. And yeah. Uh, and I think the, uh, maybe my other least favorite is maybe the one where the Avengers got assassinated. I got to look at the list of all of them. I, I don't even know if I remember all the episodes, but those are the two that come to mind no. that were not. Not my favorite of all of them, but overall, overall, I enjoyed it. I got them right in front of me. The first one was Captain Carter. Second okay. one was T'Challa Star-Lord. Like both of those. Third one was uh, What If the World Lost Its Mighty Avengers? So the Ant-Man killing everybody. Yep. Number four, Thanks. What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands? Which I like so much better now because of the last episode. Yeah, I feel like I should go back and give that another look because... I did almost the same thing with the Doctor Strange movie. I didn't care for the Doctor Strange movie the first time I watched it. I had to watch it a second time to enjoy it. So it's just I just got a Doctor Strange bias, maybe because his name's. Oh, I, I'm the same way. I actually did like that movie more than I thought I would. But um, yeah, and I also really liked him fighting Thanos in um, uh, not Endgame, Infinity War, Infinity War. I thought that was a really cool fight. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what. I didn't like as much about the Doctor Strange movie is is a I was really confused about the passage of time uh, from when he arrived and starts training as a as a sorcerer. They didn't do I don't think they did a good job of 
showing us that he was there for a year or more. It just seemed like he like shows he up and a couple up. weeks later, bam, he's the Sorcerer Supreme. And Yeah, it did feel, I felt the same way. And then, uh, then I don't think they, they did a good job with his uh, power set using his powers. It's not until Infinity War that's like, okay, I can get behind this Doctor Strange. This guy yeah. kicks a lot of butt. Yeah. But I guess, you know, if you kind of look at that first movie as uh, he's he's still kind of learning. And by the time we catch up to him in Infinity War, he's he's learned a lot more. So, yeah. But and then uh, let's see. After that one was the zombies. Six was Killmonger. And then seven, eight, nine that we just talked about. I've not heard any news about when a second season, when we're going to get that. But uh, uh, I know that there will be a second season. But of course, it's going forward, <clears throat> what's that? Sorry, go ahead. No, what'd you ask? Oh, is Hawkeye the next show that's coming out? Hawkeye is next. Um, I am not going to be talking about Hawkeye on Just Another Fanboy, however. Um, just yesterday, I released the trailer. I'm going to test out the new podcast. Um, I have found that, A, lately, every episode I put up of Just Another Fanboy that deals with the TV show seems to do better than any of the other episodes. B, I was looking at my schedule that I had a tentative schedule for just another fanboy for November. And there's so much new TV coming out that I want to talk about the, the wheel of time on Amazon prime. There's Hawkeye. Uh, those are both practically starting at the same time. And then star Wars book of Boba Fett starts in freaking December. Oh, it does. And so I was just looking at my, you know, all right, if I wanted to talk about these episodes one at a time, because that's, they're released one at a time. That's going to be pretty much all just another fanboy is in November and December is just me talking about TV. So I guess I'm announcing it here officially first, but uh, I, I'm getting to I'm getting a number of episodes into into um, season five of just another fanboy. It's usually the end of the year or near the end of the year that I take a break. But, I, you know, I end the season, take a break and start up a new season at the, in the new year. So I'm just going to in November, I'm going to take a break from just another fanboy in my season. And then I've I've already officially started. I put up the trailer for the new show that I'm testing called The Streaming Fool. OK, so, is that you? That's me. Or I'm the streaming fool. person coming on the show. OK, no, that's me. Okay. And I may, you know, if folks want to come on with me and talk about certain shows, they can. But. Well, I've already I, started. I started recording. Uh, I've I've got three episodes recorded already, but two of those episodes because the I don't know if you've watched The Witcher oh, yeah. on uh, Netflix. I did. Did mm-hmm. you like it? Did. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm three episodes in. Well, and I season figured two out yet? Season two starts in December. They okay. season two comes out in December. So I thought I'll go ahead and start watching these, and I'll record an episode for each episode, and that's what I started doing, and. I uh, recorded the first episode, gave it to my patrons. Excuse me. I got a bunch of crap on my throat. Um, Recorded the first episode, gave it to my patrons, uh, recorded the second episode, struggled through both of them because even though I watched both of those episodes and I recorded the, I recorded the podcasts after watching them, those names are hard to remember. Oh yeah. I look at them. Fantasy shows. Yeah. I look at them spelled out, you know, the episode descriptions and I'm, I just I, I, I'm struggling. So yeah. I've decided to to just hold off on those and scrap the two those two episodes that I recorded and I'll just watch the whole season mm-hmm. and uh then maybe after that go back and 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 watch the episodes again 
and and record some podcast episodes about him. Maybe by that point, maybe after I watch the whole season and then start watching them over, the names will imprint themselves on my brain. I mean, even Geralt, I kept calling him Geralt. (laughs) I did two two full episodes and I call him Geralt the whole time. And that's it just bothered me. So I recorded an episode about the first episode of Only Murders in the Building. Have you watched this over on Hulu? No, I don't have it's. Oh, you don't have Hulu? Only Murders it's, in the Building is called? Only Murders in the Building. It stars uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Uh, oh. They released once a week. There's 10 episodes in the first season. The episode number 10 is coming out next week. But they are they're half-hour episodes. It's a, like a mystery comedy. And these oh, are okay. three people that live in the same building called the Arconia in New York. And they they're strangers. But they bond over the fact that all three of them love a particular true crime podcast. Oh, okay. And so they're really into the true crime podcast. And then somebody is murdered in their building. And then they decide to solve the murder while they're creating a podcast about it at the same time. It's really funny. That sounds really good. It's, It's amazing. So I recorded the first episode of that and had no problems because, you know, I can remember names like Charlie and Oliver and yeah, exactly. Mabel, but. Like I feel Carol? like that with fantasy books too. Like anything Ugh. with fantasy, the books are just the names are too complicated. Right, right. And that's why it's almost you know it's it's funny because I will I will I'll use the Wheel of Time for example. Um, I've read the well, it's a fifteen book series, and I think I've read twelve of the fifteen books, and probably seven of those twelve books I've read at least three times. And then I started listening to them to try to catch up and I'm amazed at how many characters names I had wrong in my head. Oh, that's when yeah, I hear yep. them in the audio. Same book. here. Yep. 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 So it's funny. I was going to do a, uh, I was going to wait until next Friday, this upcoming Friday and do a pod, do an episode for my other podcast for the patrons. Since I gave them episode, the episode where I talked about the Witcher, I was going to explain to them. Yeah. Just forget about that. I'm scrapping that one, but I guess I announced it officially here. <laughs> That's yeah, right. I, I have trouble with those names, too. Yeah, I get it. I just, you know, it's like I kept wanting to say because the first time I, I said Geralt out loud, it sounded like Garrett. And I'm like, no, that can't be right. So I started calling him Geralt. And then yeah. it's Geralt. Yeah. And you know, that's 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 Superman, right? Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. He's good in it. Yeah. I think I described him, though, in the first episode as uh, he's he, he's got two notes. He's either really angry or he's just like a block of wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Because he's agree. just like, I must kill the monster. Yeah. You must let me kill the monster. But he's I pretty awesome. Like, I like the bard that follows him around. I thought he was going to get super annoying, um, but he was funny. I've only oh, encountered him in the Witcher once. podcast. Yeah. Well, like I said, I've only watched the first three episodes. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Um, so you haven't, I don't even know if you've, you've met him yet. I, I have. He was in the second episode. Okay. Yaskier, if I'm even pronouncing that right. Uh, who knows? But uh, yeah, I really liked though. I liked uh, Hen- Henry Cavill. The, it's like when you watch the first episode, there's some slow moments in it, and of course, the first time you meet him, he's fighting a Kikimora, and that's pretty awesome. And then he's just like, "I'm a I'm a Witcher, and and everybody's mean to me," and he just seems kind of boring for a while. But then he goes into town, and all those dudes try to stop him, and he just yes. he just mows them all down. I, I gotta. I, I got a very Conan the Barbarian vibe from him at that point because he was just like, you guys are in my way. I got to get, I got to go over there and you guys are in my way. And so I'm just going to kill all of you, you know? Yeah. 
I, I don't have to, but since you're coming at me with those pointy weapons, I'm just I'm just gonna kill you. You know, like it's no big deal to him. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna kill y'all. If anything, it's an inconvenience. Like, tell me. But I had uh, I was quite shocked before I recorded the first episode when I was looking up information about it to learn that um, the stories, you know, his story, and then the little blonde princess girl, her story, and then Yennefer's story, were all yeah. three happening in, at three different times, like I, thirty know, years apart. Well, that and I read it's I. I don't. I guess I shouldn't call it a spoiler. I would have liked to have been surprised by that by watching the show. But I got, but I got a little bit too um, uh, impatient and looked at looked up like why. And then it said, yeah. So it it got explained to me. But I kind of I didn't know that. I don't, well, well, and I guess confused. if you were someone who had read the books, you would have known that. You would have picked up on it. I actually have the first book, and I keep meaning yeah. it. I read like the first few pages, and it was good. But yeah, I got to finish the. What are there eight episodes, I think, in the season? And then there are eight more good. for season two. So I got to finish this the season and then I'll think about recording episodes. It is not too long. So I started watching Walking Dead all over again. I don't know. Have you yeah. watched Walking Dead? Oh, yeah. Right. I, I I watch it on Netflix. So I'm caught up through what's on Netflix. Is it up to nine on Netflix? I don't know. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know. so for some reason, we're taking a walk, me and Harrison and, and his mom and and, and, and my wife and we, I don't know, Walking Dead got brought. I'm like, you know what? Harrison would love Walking Dead. I quit after Negan because yeah. after first showed up, because it was just too harsh. I was so mad. Um, but I just thought he's going to really like the show. So we watched it again and we're up to season eight, the middle of season eight, I think. And it was worth getting past that episode now that I've gotten past it. Like, I, I really am enjoying it. In fact, like the, okay, anyone who watches Walking Dead, spoiler. And now I haven't gotten much far farther than this. Let's not just don't talk about it if you know more than this, but okay. I wanted him to get Negan back so badly. And I thought there was a couple clunker episodes in that season, but with that last episode in Alexandria where he's about to hit Carl with the bat and then the tiger <laughs> jumps in. I am not cheered that loud in an episode of a show ever. I was so happy. And that, Oh, but then I made the mistake because there's people in customer service at my job that spoil the crap out of things. I have to throw my headphones on as fast as I can. So I'm in a meeting with like the three people I work with thinking I'm in no danger. I make the mistake of saying, yeah, I just finished uh, season seven of seven of walking dead. It's so good. And then um, I'm not going to even say who, but um, the, the person next to me says, Oh, I stopped watching that after blank died. And I just looked over at her with this look of shock. I'm like, I just was, and she just starts kind of like nervously laughing and they're all kind of started nervously laughing. I'm like inside. I'm like, it's not funny. Why are you laughing? I am so mad right now. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, maybe it wasn't him. And I just sat there. And then later on, they asked about something else like had to do with work. And, and, and one of the other girls goes, I think Harold's still in shock. We, I don't think he's ready to have a conversation about anything yet. Yeah. But then she went back to her desk and she looked it up. She's like, he's not dead. I'm like, okay. Now either one, he actually isn't dead. And the person that said he died, which is something that she w could do. She might've been confused with somebody else. I hope that's the case. Or the other thing is that the person that looked it up for me lied and told me that he's not dead just to, so I can still be surprised. I don't know. Well, there are, are there are 10 seasons on Netflix right now. So there's 10, I won't, I won't spoil oh anything gosh. for you. Season 11 should show up pretty soon. Cause they usually show up around October. I gotta avoid spoilers. Uh, there's, there's, there's this kid at our church. He likes to have stuff spoiled for him. Yeah. So he doesn't think, 
and he'll like like he's on he's behind us in Walking Dead, but he'll walk into the room when his dad's watching the most current episode, and he'll just like watch for a couple minutes. I'm like, I just can't I can't fathom that. I just I mean I'm a spoiler. Well, <clears throat> I'm not going to ask you who this person was talking about then, because if at this point there you're not quite sure, then I don't want to confirm or deny anything for you. So. No, I don't. No, I what I think happened is and again anyone that watches The Walking Dead, please stop listening. Um, I think she was thinking of Glenn. I hope she was thinking of Glenn. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I, without spoiling anything, I will say that I almost walked away during the whole Negan and survivor storyline because it just, <clears throat> it just seemed to go on forever. Well, after he killed Abraham and Glenn, I quit watching because, yeah. because Negan was such a scumbag and laughing about it and calling like Lucille, his thirsty girl. And he was, he's, but you know what? Later on though, he's kind of my favorite. He's kind of like hilarious other times. Like when, um, when he, the, the slightly overweight woman in Alexandria, he like, he offered to go to bed with her and she slapped him and he goes, I am 50% more into you right now. <laughs> he's, right. He, he's very much like that in the comics. I, I haven't finished the comics yet. I started those over not that long ago and I, I mean to finish him, but, um, yeah, he just, he's one of those characters in the show that after a while, it's like, I, I kind of get tired of those bad guys that are kind of kind of so crazy that, you know, somebody shows up to try to kill him and then they stop him and they're like, dude, I love that about you that you tried to kill me. That makes you more exciting. Like I think you're awesome. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that oh, being or somebody like, well. When Carl could pop out of the truck, he shot like three of his men. And he can walk up. He's like, he's right there. Shoot him. And Carl's like, uh, shoot him like we were so mad like like there's been so many times someone could kill negan and they didn't up to where we are anyway and then okay so my favorite character is king ezekiel i think i really like liked herschel i think king ezekiel is my new favorite like but so the tiger just died yeah i was so mad i think i was more mad about that than about 90 percent of the people that have died on the show maybe 100 percent of them yeah now Ezekiel's just bummed out and not being King Ezekiel for now. Maybe he's going to cheer up and, but I just loved when he gave speeches and I just, he was, my, he's my favorite so far. I like, I like him and I like uh, the dude that hangs out with them with the big ass. Yeah, yeah. That was the foster like dad Jerry. Shazam. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. So apparently is DC fandom going on this weekend? Today's apparently. the 16th, right? Yeah. I guess I could watch that since I'm a member of the DC infinite crew. Are you enjoying it? Do you like it? DC Infinite. Um, you know, it's funny. Two weeks ago, I was gonna st- I was gonna cancel it, uh, but <clears throat> just recently, I started. Uh, it's like their their newest crossover event, Infinite Frontier, is currently going on, and uh-huh. those books have just started to show up on the app, and so I started reading those. And uh, I have to admit that the the new books I'm reading from DC compared to the new books I'm reading from Marvel. I'm reading more, more quote unquote new books on the DC app than I am over on the Marvel app. They're just, I'm just enjoying them a lot more. And, uh, the newer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying the new Batman title with, uh, James Tyne in the fourth. I think it's, and uh, God, I cannot remember the name of that artist on it, but he is so good. Okay. Nightwing with Bruno Redondo and Tom Taylor is just one of the best comic books out there right now. What? Anything Tom Taylor writes for me. Oh, I love Tom Taylor. He's my favorite. He's he's really he's really good. He uh that Nightwing book though, and they're just getting ready to release uh 
They've been showing previews of Nightwing's new costume, which looks pretty much like his old costume. There's just a couple of small tweaks to it. But Nightwing is one of those characters that I could have given a crap about. I've never oh. liked Nightwing. I just didn't didn't give a gosh darn crap about. Okay. And then I started reading his Injustice books and then the Deceased books. And, of course, Nightwing's appearances in Deceased aren't very long. But yeah. uh, really enjoyed him in those books that Tom Taylor was writing. And then Bruno Redondo is just such a phenomenal artist. I just love his stuff. Love it. It sounds familiar. I think I probably, I'll probably know what you're talking about once I see it. He did you read uh Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad? No, I didn't. I, but I heard you told me it was very good. That's Bruno Redondo. I mean, he did very good. He did some stuff for Injustice, but he uh his stuff on Nightwing is just amazing. I mean, there is a certain Nightwing cover. I'm going to I'm going to find the number and then I want you to look it up and look at the cover of it cuz it's amazing. Well, I'm looking up the I'm tr- I'm looking up Suicide Squad to find the Bruno Redondo. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look that up. I, I, for, I don't know. I f- feel like I, I'm having a hard time enjoying newer books lately because they're just they keep redoing things and re having huge events, and I just kind of I just read older stuff. I'm I'm the grumpy old man telling new comics to get off my lawn. No, I'm. You know what? I I totally get that. I am in a in a in a big sense the same way, and I think that comes from trying to read a lot of the. Uh, Marvel books. Yeah. But for some reason, the freaking DC books have just been doing it for me. Let me see if I can share my screen with you. Just seeing sometimes they just are changing things just to change them. And I'm just tell a story for a while and quit read. He'll never be the same again. Like, yes, he will. In about six months when the next writer takes over or the next your sales go down. Okay. I'm going to stop. There. Do you see that cover? Um, oh, oh, you know what? I wonder if he's. Reminds me of, of, of I don't know, it, it's not the, it's not that the literal art style, it's like the way that he like does his layouts reminds me of the guy that did Hawkeye with, um, David Aja. Yes. Reminds me. Yeah. I totally, I totally see that. He's got kind of a, I mean, Bruno Redondo's got kind of this classic style. Um, but yeah, I can see David Aja in there. There, if they, if they got this in one of the preview pages, ah, they don't. But I mean, this is just, I just love his art. I'm trying to remember if he's the guy that did, um, that did the Grayson book with Tom King. I don't think it's the same guy, but it reminds me of him. No, it's, I don't even, they're not showing him as being an artist on that. So, oh, Freedom Fighters. I keep meaning to read that too. I have so many, I have, I keep buying, I keep buying, um, oh, I, I keep, what do I keep buying? What's those, what are those huge Marvel books that, that, uh, oh, the epic the collect- collections? Yeah. I keep buying epic collections and I'll never keep, I'll, that's, I could read that the rest of my life at this point because I keep getting them for like seven bucks when they go on sale. Yeah. Yeah. I just, ever since, uh, m- the Marvel Comics app, they did an update to it. Why am I not? Uh, hold on. They did an update to the Marvel Comics app. So uh-huh. it no longer sorts books by, uh, time anymore. I can't go in and just say, let me what? see all the Marvel comics from 1972 i can't do that anymore that was and like even one of the main I things do, i did i know it's 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 the main thing i liked about it and you know i used to at least even be able to go uh the amazing spider-man and i would see um every spider-man appearance from his first to his most current in order and you just they don't have that anymore and it's just it's it's annoying that's no good 
but I've got it for a year, so there's nothing I can do about that one. Yeah, that stinks. I wonder why that would change that. I don't know. Really disappointing. So the other thing is nothing to do with comic books or TV. Is I I don't know how it happened. Oh, it's because I've been reading the Transformers comics somehow. Uh, oh, so I started watching this YouTuber that talks about the history of different characters, and then I started seeing toy videos. I didn't realize how amazing the Transformers toys have gotten. They like I saw this one figure and I thought, well, this must be one of those figures where it's just the robot form and it's super articulate and doesn't transform. But then I changed. I looked through all the images and they it, it totally transforms and they're just, just I know you're not as much into transformers as I am but the toys are so amazing right now yeah they, they, they transform are incredible so I'm that's the that's what I'm kind of way too much into right now I haven't bought anything but well I always dug the um, the transformer toys much more than I got into the comics as a kid yeah they're very cool anyway my well, wife is find... shopping with my daughter and she, my daughter's at home for the week. And they're out shopping, so she keeps sending me uh, texts of clothes that she's finding at the thrift store. Yeah. And I need to say yes or no, even though I, it's hard to tell by just a picture. I'm trying to find who this artist is on uh, James Tynan's Batman, because he recently tweeted something where he's like, uh, I'm running out of ideas on how to show Barbara Gordon sitting at her computer, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's see, George Jimenez, let me... Cause he put a bunch of different panels up that he had drawn of freaking Barbara Gordon sitting at her computer. And they're just, oh man, they're just gorgeous. See if I can find them real quick. Jorge Jimenez is his name. Well, maybe he didn't put it up on Twitter. I'm looking through his stuff. Anyway, his, his Batman stuff is amazing. And when I first started reading uh, James Tynan's Batman run, you know, DC for a while there, and they still kind of do it, but it's like every other book. Every other issue that came out, it's like they had three different artists on it. Yeah. And they were doing that a lot on a lot of those books at that time. And that's and I was just like, all right, I'm about done with DC. I don't that just that stuff kind of annoys me. But <clears throat> they've since changed a lot of that. And uh, while this dude. Yeah. Jorge Jimenez, I, I, I like he hasn't done. Like I'd like to have the same artist on it for a while. Yeah. And while this guy hasn't done every single issue, you know, just. The way this dude draws here, I'll, sh- I'll share this with you. But the way this dude draws, it, it makes sense that he would need to take a break once in a while. There, look at that. That's a new scarecrow. Are you seeing it? Are you even still there? Harold. I think we lost Harold. So yeah, Skype crashed on us right there at the very end and I lost Harold and he had been uh, on his phone. He'd been using Skype on his phone and he had just enough juice left to, you know, he plugged it in. He basically, he ran out of battery and he plugged it in and he told me that he was out of batteries. And I said, well, we were pretty much done. You wanted to send it? He's like, yeah, we're done. That's good. And so that's why it ends kind of suddenly again. The Streaming Fool, folks. That's my new show. It's out there right now. Episode number one is up right now, in which I'm talking about only murders in the building. Episode one, I will be doing a new episode for each episode of only murders in the building. You'll get episode two on Thursday. The final episode of only murders in the building, the show itself, it landed on Tuesday, the same day that my first episode of the streaming fool came out 
I use the word episode way too much. Anyway, I've decided to wait because I'm rewatching them one by one to record these episodes. And so I've decided to wait to listen to the finale of the season. Listen, good Lord. I've decided to wait until I've watched. Uh, I'm just out of it, folks. I'm losing it. I've decided to wait to watch the finale until I've rewatched these first nine episodes and recorded podcast episodes about them. So when I get to episode 10, it will be fresh faced and fancy free and all that. So yeah, you want to hear the trailer? Stick around to the end. You're going to get the trailer. You're going to get the trailer. You're also going to get probably about seven more minutes of Harold and I talking. Uh, So, you know, stick around for all that if you want to. If not, you know, free, uh, free country. I guess it depends on what country you're in. Um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's my show. If you want to support me, uh, financially, because you know, that's really the point of this is to get you the listener to support me and my family, family, to support me and my family financially so I don't have to work. That's really that's really why I'm doing this is so I can quit my job and uh, live off the goodness of others. But, you know, I'm only asking for a dollar a month, folks. That's over at my Patreon, patreon.com slash Stephen R. Or by joining up for just a dollar a month, $12 a year, you're going to get episodes like this before everybody else. And you'll also get the special patron-exclusive podcast called My Other Podcast, in which I talk about whatever the flip I want to talk about. And so go on over there, patreon.com slash Stephen The You know what? It's R. R as in rutabaga or Stephen. R as in rutabaga or link will be in the show notes. So don't worry about trying to write that crap down. Uh, and hey, if you want to take another step further and help support me, but uh, this this is something you can do very easily and will not cost you any money at all. If you're listening to this show through Apple Podcasts, why don't you go over there and rate the show? You don't have to leave a a review. You don't have to write anything. You don't have to get creative. Just tap a star, one through five, five being the best, one being the one that I urge you never to touch. Uh, Beyond that, that's the show, folks. Uh, I'll come back at you next week with some more content. If you haven't uh, figured it out by now, we have moved the show till went to a can't speak. Don't speak. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, we have moved the show to Wednesdays for the time being. We will be wrapping up season five in a few weeks, but that's a few weeks away. So until then, my name is Steven, and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other, please, because that doesn't cost anything either. Out. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, Daddy. Good job. Oh, you just went away. There you go. I just hit record. I didn't get it all. Oh. Sorry. I have this weird light. I don't have good lighting set up. It's not a video podcast. It doesn't Ah! matter. Oh, my God. What did you do? Uh, Because it's coming in.
<laughs> Don't look it's into my, the light. It's my sun lamp that I never use. Oh my, I forgot how bright it is. Oh, it gets so you're gonna, are you, does that mean you're going to podcast and tan at the same time? No, it doesn't have that kind of light, but I haven't used it since like, Christmas or my birthday. Since my birthday, actually. There, I'm lit. <laughs> yo, that's lit, yo. That's what the kids say. Is that better? Or should I just say that just too bright? <laughs> it, it, it's not a video podcast, dude. It's okay. Oh, that's right. I thought for some reason it was. I, I back in, the, yeah, a while back, sure. the first two times you were on, it was, I streamed it live, but. Okay. Well, in that case, why don't you bother? on doing that light bulb and burning my fingers for you i don't know man i wish i could figure out this whole microphone without it just completely covering my face you should put like a picture of your face over the microphone uh, on the back Good, of the man just a just a picture of my face like that yes We're all just- right well um i just started drinking my monster <laughs> did you <laughs> Arr, that's my cloth one of those so I'm not like all like <laughs> ready. Well, I finished my coffee. <sighs> like a third of its cream, sugar, yeah. cream, sugar, coffee, yep. creamer. Have a little coffee with your cream and sugar. Heck yeah. yeah. So Did you read more than me, robots more than meets the eye yet? Yeah, I've started. I read uh, the death of Optimus Prime, which uh, he didn't die. So that. That disappointed me. <laughs> I don't did it. I was like, "Come on, why didn't he die?" No, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I thought it was kind of. It's like, uh, he didn't die, but Optimus—he's no longer called Optimus Prime. So in a way, he died. Yeah, Ryan Pax. But I, I read the first issue of More Than Meets the Eye, and uh, yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's, oh gosh, my wife's sending me. Yeah, I think it's players. I think Yanni. Uh, remember Yanni? He he needs to read it. Because he loves Transformers number one, and I think that humor's right up his alley. I'm yeah. trying to get him to read it, but it's not. No one listens to me about it because I don't blame them. Because it's like, oh, Transformers, fine, yeah, whatever. But I, anyway, my wife's sending me pictures of clothing from the thrift store, so I had to answer her. Um, yeah, go ahead. Hey, okay. I don't know. I can just ignore. Her. No, yeah. happy wife, happy life. Eh, really? No. Yeah. Okay. Once I once I embrace that idea, life's been pretty good. Yeah, I've been doing pretty good with that. So was that a, uh, what was that that you guys were at this last weekend or whatever? I saw some pictures up on Instagram with you and your, your kids and, and some outdoor event. Oh, um, it was a football game. My son was playing. Uh, uh, was it home, in, homecoming? Well, he's in junior high, but uh, his band got to play at the high school game. Oh, nice. What instrument does he play? Drum. That's right. And he's actually in the jazz band and he's starting to play like an actual whole drum set. So that's cool. All right. You know why he plays the drums? Because ladies uh, like cool the drummers. Ladies like the drums. That's right. I, I got now. The, back back when I was playing in a band, you know, as a drummer, the the joke was always the drummer goes home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. I know, but you know. Sad. Now I put a I put a meme up on Instagram the other day that was like uh, eight out of ten people polled said that they love drummers, and then at the bottom it said the other two were lying. Of course, yes. I was like, damn right. Were you in the band? I was. In I high played, school? First, I played the trumpet, and I got bored and wanted to try something new, and I played the baritone, which is the same thing as the trumpet. It's just got it's got the three vowels. It just sounds different. It's got a bigger bell. And then for jazz band, I played valve trombone, because I needed a trombone. Nice. I always liked the trombone. But then I learned I... real trombone over the weekend. I, I learned it enough to play. 
because I don't remember why. Anyway. I, uh, I, I started out in like fifth grade playing the alto saxophone, Ooh. graduated up to the baritone saxophone when I was a freshman. And then you look uh, like a baritone sax guy. Yeah, I played, well, actually it might've been in junior high, but I, I played baritone sax most of the time I was in band. But then when I was a senior, they were running short of percussionists. And since <laughs> I was a drummer in a band at the time, he was like, ah, we'll put you back there. And I said, I don't, I don't read music for drums. I, that's nah, all right. You'll figure it, out. <laughs> figure it out. And so I just was always making up my own parts and stuff. And oh wow, you know, which was fine if I was the only one on the snare drum, you know, then I could just be like pap So that's funny. Your band teacher sounds like a real gem. Like sounds like the war. Just get my gun, throw them in there. We need more men. Yeah. I play the keyboard at church, which is my favorite. Am I really loud? No, I don't think so. I have this I issue. What? Oh, yeah, the keytar? That's totally keytar. 80s, dude. Yeah, so, anyway. No, you don't sound too, I don't think you sound too loud. No. <laughs> I sneeze. I sneeze really loud. I don't know why. I just let it all out. There's your face. You had to see my shocked face. So, just real quick before we get started, because <laughs> even though we're technically recording, none of this is going in the episode. Aw. Uh, yeah, well. Eh. Yeah. This is the good stuff. Um. First off. I've been posting, you've probably noticed I've been posting almost daily the uh, strips from Our Adventure Continues, and I'm doing it over on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm telling folks, like this post if you want brand new comic strips from Our Adventure Continues. Have been doing it? And I get more, I, bar- I've, I barely get likes on Twitter on anything that I put up. It's, it's a, it's a freaking celebration if I get three likes on Twitter. And that first like is always me. Cause I like every, every post I put up. The first thing I do is like it. Yep. So I, I like my own post, but on Twitter, I think I got up to 10 on one of them. So I figure if we can ever get up to like 50, then yeah, we probably have to start doing all right. OAC again. Yeah. I need to start drawing again. I think probably what's crazy is I'm going to get over there to that website right now. I was looking at the stats just to see if um, what I was put, po- cause I would put the, the URL to our adventure continues when I post. So I just want to see if, if that was making any difference as well, stat wise. And yeah, we're averaging about 20, 30 hits a day. Uh, the website though, has a total of 264,497 views. Wow. How much of that is spent? You know what? I'm not going to go. Right. Fine. Well, when I, I looked at, I just looked at it for all time. Actually, let me just do six months. The last 12 months, there is one day, June 16th, 2021, where we got 11,000 views. <laughs> Everything else is like 200, 300 views, somewhere around what there. And then just, just one day, it's like nothing. We weren't doing anything at that time. Oh, nothing was go- okay, going on. Yeah. It's just like the spam bots just. I hate that. 11,743 views on that one day. It's just crazy. That's frustrating. Eh. Eh. So I watched all three episodes again today, just before I had to take the dog out. And I have to tell you, seven, eight, nine. It just went up. For what? The what if episodes? Yeah. As much as the, my enjoyment of them. Oh, episode okay. seven, episode eight, episode nine. You ready to start talking about him? Uh-huh. All right. So we are here today. You know, okay. So 
<laughs> you know that I'm starting to this is that's my podcasting voice. When we're just talking, I'm like this, but it's like, all right, it's time hey, to podcast. Yeah. Hey, hey, pew pew, finger guns. But uh Smash that yeah. like button, subscribe. Hit that like button, folks. Pow pow. No, you gotta do the voice like this. That's that's more of the this is more of the the, the YouTube voice. Hey, check out my on... gaming content. Uh I don't know if I can do that. No, please don't. There's too much of I'm that just already. hidden behind my mic and I just feel uncomfortable. But we're starting a video podcast. You just told me this. I know, but it's like I might as well just put a cardboard cutout of myself up and then just sit off to the side, maybe lay down. <laughs> <laughs> see your eyes. Yeah, but then you would fall asleep. I have to I have to be more expressive with my eyes as we talk. Okay. How, how was that? According to a September 23rd, 2021 article from Business Insider, the best on-demand streaming channels are Netflix, Disney+, HBO Max, Hulu, Peacock, Apple TV+, Paramount+, and Amazon Prime Video. Of that list of eight channels, I currently subscribe to five. Hey folks, my name is Steven, and I would like to welcome you to the trailer for my new podcast, The Streaming Fool. This is the podcast where I talk about all of the TV shows and movies I watch through all of the various streaming services I subscribe to. While I don't have them all, I currently subscribe to HBO Max, Disney+, Hulu, Netflix, and Amazon Prime Video. Though I'm not above subscribing to others here and there for a month or so, just to binge certain shows such as Picard on Paramount Plus and Wool whenever it comes to Apple TV Plus. So yeah, I'll watch what I watch, then I'll come over here and create an episode based on what I watch. I may talk about a show one episode at a time or one season at a time, depending on the show, when it was released, and how it was released. For example, Coming up in November on Disney Plus is Hawkeye. Those episodes will be released once a week, so I will be doing a show for each episode once a week. Netflix, on the other hand, likes to drop entire seasons at once. With those, I may produce one show covering the entire season, or I may watch each episode as I can and produce a show for each episode as I go through them. With that in mind... I'm not going to have a set schedule other than a promise that you will get at least one episode of The Streaming Fool every week. Some weeks you'll get two or three, maybe even four, but when push comes to shove, you will always get at least one episode each and every week. That's all I got, folks. It's all pretty simple. The first episode is coming soon, and as the show proceeds, you can expect me to talk about The Wheel of Time, Hawkeye, The Witcher, only murders in the building, and all kinds of other stuff. If you want to write to the show and tell me what you're looking forward to most in the coming months, or just recommend something for me to watch, you can send an email to thestreamingfool at gmail.com. So there it is, The Streaming Fool, coming soon. Subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. (laughs) That was dumb. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 